the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. This is a man. Amen. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. You are you. And the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Always feel like Blue's Clues right about now. Do you got your thinking cap on? John, do you got your thinking cap on? Because, boy, today we're going to be exercising the noodle. Uh, I'm going to reveal the mysteries of the condition called the human being. You know, there's a. I love a good comedy. And Mel Brooks, years ago, uh, did History of the World. I'm sure, John, he's got a sick sense of humor like my wife does. I'm sure he remembers History of the World. But uh, one of the segments in the History of the World was uh, Mel Brooks played the king. And uh, his motto, his mantra was, it's good to be king. And whenever there was a beautiful maiden bent over something, he'd come behind her just, uh, you know, pinch her in the butt or whatever and say, it's good to be king, right? Well, It's good to be the king. Yeah, (laughs) it's good to be the king. And so, you know, it's good to be Mr. Black when I'm a big fish in a small pond called Like It Matters Radio. And so, you know, lately I've been kind of getting on a flow uh, starting on a Tuesday and then carrying over that flow of that conversation over two and three shows. And that's really what we've done this week. So so if you've had any chance to uh, uh, to listen to this radio show this week, if you have not listened to it all, then go to likeitmattersradio.com. Because even though they're different episodes, uh, they actually have a continuous thought flow through them. And so today we want to continue the fluid thought of the week. Uh, you know, the power uh, every human being has to sway, to move to motivate, to inspire, whatever word you want to use there, the power that we have as human beings uh, to sway and move other people is really immeasurable. How could Hitler sway so many people to do so much evil, right? I mean, think about that. One man affected millions and cost the lives of millions. So there has to be something. How did he do it? How could Hitler sway so many people to so much evil? Uh, How about Jesus Christ? How could Jesus sway so many people to do so much righteousness, right? One man, but he forever changed the world. Matter of fact, time is separated before Christ and after Christ, right? How could one man do so many, sway so many, impact so many? to do so much righteousness? I think these are fair questions. I don't, this is not religious. This is not political. This is logical questioning. Because if I, I start with some presuppositions for those listening to this radio show, one of my presuppositions is that you want to be better, is that you want to be the best version of yourself, that you want to know thyself, that you want to live the inspired, examined life. 
And so I, I put hard-hitting questions to you. I challenge you. I ask you to question yourself because we need to question ourselves. We need to have a reason for everything we believe. And as again, as I say over and over, if you can't defend what you believe without bringing in Donald Trump or using the F word, then you might want to consider, is that a belief worthy of having? And so if people can move so many people to do either good or bad, we should want to know what is the mechanism, what's the machinations that cause this to happen, right? I mean, how do we explain group think, right? It's real. How do we explain mass formation or, or pack mentality? What about the concept of critical mass? You know, a, a psychic trend that grabs others in its path, similar to like a tsunami that just encompasses everything. See, there's great importance in knowing how the human creature works, how we create experience, and also in understanding the power of leadership. And so today... I'm going to be posing a strange question to you, and please don't be offended. Here's the question. What type of monkey are you? Yeah, that's the question. I want to know, what type of monkey are you? See, we're all made to make an impact. We're all made for relationships. And before I get into why I'm asking you what type of monkey you are, let me start with a smaller question. What type of tater are you? Right? This is one of my favorite things I found decades ago on the internet. You know, I've been collecting this stuff for 30 years. And who knows, little did I know, uh, I'd have a radio show 30 years down the road. But I've been collecting it anyway. So, uh, one of my favorite things that says, What kind of tater are you? Some people are very bossy and like to tell others what to do, but they don't want to soil their own hands. You know what those are called? Those are called dictators. <laughs> Some people never motivate uh, or never seem motivated to participate, but are just content to watch while others do the work. You know what these are called, right? We all know these. These are called spectators. Right? Oh, cheats and liars. Yeah, some people never do anything to help, but are gifted at finding fault with the way others do the work they're called to do. You know what we call those? You see them all the time on TV. They're called commentators. Right? <laughs> Some people are always looking to cause problems by asking others to agree with them. It, 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 it is too hot or it's too cold, it's too sour or it's too sweet. We got a lot of those in the street under the guise of BLM and Antifa, right? We call those agitators, right? I do not want to believe that. <laughs> and then there are those who say they will help, but somehow just never get around to actually doing the promise help. And we got a world full of those, don't we? Not and you no. know what we call them, right? We call them hesitators, right? <laughs> <laughs> and some people can put up a front and pretend to be someone they are not. Boy, we live in a fake world. And you know what we call those. Those are called imitators, right? You know I agree Emma, with right? that. Now, of course you do. You are one. <laughs> and then there are those who love and do what they say they will. They are always prepared to stop whatever they want, uh, that whatever they are doing and lend a helping hand. They bring real sunshine in the lives of others. And you know what we call those, right? We call those sweet taters, right? Right on. <laughs> so you got to figure out what type of tater you are uh, because a tater is judged by what a tater does. Now, you'll never find that in the book of Proverbs, but I want you to know you heard that first on Like It Matters Radio, uh, and it was Mr. Black who said those powerful, incredible words. See, ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to answer the question, what type of monkey we are. 
See, we give people permission through our actions. You got to get this. Leadership is a loop. That's my forte. I've been doing leadership training for 30 years. The most powerful in the world. Go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. See, leadership's a loop. It's permission, it's example, it's culture. We give people permission through our actions. People need a picture, not a sermon. And culture is what we set up as repeated norms, acceptable behavior that basically duplicate themselves and create a, a psychic a energy, a focus, if you will. And then you understand that neurosocial conditioning, that there's only two driving forces in life, right? We're either, dri- we're either moving towards something or we're moving away from something. We're either moving toward pleasure or we're moving away from pain. And then what you got to realize is everybody's always using us as an example. Remember, as a leader, we got to know that people are always watching. They're using you as an example for what they will want to be like, or they're using you, for example, uh, what they would never want to be like. And see, when you take all those pieces that I just put together, those machinations, those ingredients create a recipe called life. And the outcome of that recipe is really going to dictate how many people do you impact? Remember, you can live in the, uh, the mode of survival, you can live in the mode of success, or you can live in the mode of significance. And right now, there are some monkeys out there just getting their, just getting their nut, just getting their banana, just working to get through day one and then day two, get through whatever's put in front of them. And there are some monkeys out there that are working to collect as many, as many bananas as they can to have a nice monkey clan, to have a mi- nice monkey village, a nice monkey following. But there are those monkeys out there that are working to impact other monkeys, to make them better monkeys, to impact more monkeys, to make them better monkeys. So today we got to figure out what type of monkey we are. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then I guess you need to come back after the break and figure it out. I'm Black. We'll be right back. There is not any man like him anywhere in the world. Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Hi, I'm Ben Hageman. I own American Pressure with my brother. Being family-owned and operated has allowed us to be very nimble and plan for demand and growth. Yes, we have machines and accessories on the shelf, with more arriving every day. We focus on delivering value by offering a full range of pressure washers and steam cleaners, and we are looking forward to taking care of our customers for years to come. Give us a call at 763-521-4442. American Take Freedom 1570 with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. All from the app. Just search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. We've got a lot to cover, and time is short. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Three outcomes, inspiration, application, and education. And by education, we're using uh, Dr. Einstein's definition. Education to Einstein was not the learning of mere facts and figures, but it was the training of the mind to think. And we have all become like sheeple. All being told what to think. All being told not to think differently. There are more proverbs around the world that have this meaning. And here's what it says. That the head that, I mean, the nail that sticks out the furthest gets hit the hardest. The nail that sticks out the furthest gets hit the hardest. It is a foundation for communism, for Marxism. It would never be tolerated in America up until the last 10, 20 years. But now we're living in the same communistic motto that the nail that sticks out the furthest gets hit the hardest. And today, uh, it's about deciding what type of monkey we're going to be. Because you know what? We all fall short of the glory of God. Uh, It is appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. Um, God is not going to judge us uh, based on what we couldn't do, what we didn't have. He's not going to judge us based on what we weren't given. He's going to judge us based on what we did do with what we did have. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's far more glory to God when we are treated poorly and respond positively than when we are treated positively and respond positively. I'm just going to tell you, that's a simple thing. And so right now, we got people watching, ladies and gentlemen. Our kids are watching. Society's watching. Your neighbor's watching. The guy in the cubicle next to you is watching, or should I say, I'm sorry, it's the post-COVID time. The guy in the Zoom call next to you is watching, right? You know what they're watching? They're watching what other people are doing. You know why? 
Because as a student of leadership for 35 years, as a teacher of leadership for 30, as a screwed up individual who wants to get better, I learned a long time ago that a picture's worth a thousand words. Did we get it? That what we're doing speaks so loudly that people don't need to listen to a word of your sermon you're preaching. That it really does show your faith through your works. And once you understand all these things, you can tell a lot about a person, not by, based on what they tell you about themselves, not by their postings on Facebook, but by walking behind them, by walking with people who walked with them, by walking beside them, by walking a mile in their moccasins. And there's a wall that every single human being possesses. I teach people how to overcome. I'm a psychotherapist by trade. There's one wall that every single human being possesses. And it is the, I don't know, the chain link that connects all this other stuff that I teach together. And it's this, the wall is this, wanting to be liked. Every single human being has this wall in their life that they manipulate and guide things around because they wanna belong, because they wanna fit in, because they wanna feel special, because they wanna know they matter. See, this is the deep psychosis. And this is what's driving everything else going on out there. As ugly, as disgusting, as profane, as ungodly as it is. Believe it or not, these are a bunch of little people who want to be validated. They want to know they matter. And so what they're doing is they're wanting to fit in with society. And they want to blend in. They want to belong to the cult. They want to belong to the gang. They want to belong to the team. They want the jersey. They want the cap. They want you know the, the, uh, the bandana. You know, the thing. You know, the thing. And so you got to figure out because we'll be standing before God someday and be held to account. God is not a respecter of persons. He's going to treat us all the same. He requires perfection. And since none of us can do that, you better have someone to stand in, in, in for you, someone that is perfect. If you're not perfect and you're not, neither am I, there better be someone to stand in for us. What type of monkey are you going to be? I want to be the type of monkey that gets thousands, millions of people standing in front of the bema seat of Christ Amen. instead of the great white throne judgment of God. And so why do I keep talking about a monkey? It's called The 100 Monkey. This is a story about social change by Ken Keyes Jr., the Japanese monkey, the Makaka Fuscata, had been observed in the wild for a period of over 30 years. In 1952, on the island of Koshima, scientists were providing monkeys with sweet potatoes dropped in the sand. The monkey liked the taste of the raw sweet potatoes, but they found the dirt unpleasant. An 18-month-old female named Emo found she could solve that problem of not liking the sand. What would she do? Well, she would wash her potato in a nearby stream. So now, she did this for a little while and actually grew to love those sweet potatoes because when they washed in the stream, the water added more flavor to them. So she kept doing this. And then her mother watched it. And so she taught this trick to her mother. Her playmates also watched this, and they found that, that made the potato better tasting, more pleasant. And so her playmates started watching this, and they learned a new way. And then they started doing it. And they t took this home to their families. And their mothers, 
their her playmate Emu's playmates mothers brought it back uh, to their mothers, and they do you see what I'm having? This is how it spreads. And this cultural innovation was gradually picked up by various monkeys before the eyes of the scientists. They were watching this. They were monitoring all this over years. And so between 1952 and 1958, all the young monkeys learned to wash the sandy sweet potatoes in the seawater to make them more palatable. Only the adults who imitated their children learned the social improvement. Other adults stuck in the past kept eating the dirty sweet potatoes. Then something startling took place. In the autumn of 1958, a certain number of Kashima monkeys were washing sweet potatoes. The exact number is not known. But let us suppose that when the sun rose one morning, there were 99 monkeys on Koshima Island who had learned to wash their sweet potatoes. Let's further suppose that later that morning, the 100th monkey learned to wash potatoes. Then it happened. You might be saying, what happened, Mr. Black? Critical mass. By that evening, almost everyone in the tribe was washing sweet potatoes before eating them. The added energy of this 100th monkey somehow created an ideological breakthrough. But noticed, a most surprising thing was observed by the scientists, which was what of the habit of washing sweet potatoes. Because what happened was it jumped over the sea. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, what was happening on one island after over six, seven years where it hit critical mass on that island, where it was a collective change in consciousness. What happened, and they were watching this, scientists watching this whole thing. Colonies of monkeys on other islands and the mainland troop of monkeys at Takasakiyama, sorry, I'm not that good with that word, Takasakiyama, began washing their sweet potatoes as well. Thus, when a certain critical number achieves an awareness, this new awareness may be communicated from mind to mind. And in the story, it says, although the exact number may vary, this, quote, hundredth monkey phenomenon means that when only a limited number of people know of a new way, it may remain the conscious property of these people. However, there is a point at which if only one more person tunes in to a new awareness, and I don't know the science behind it, and neither do they. For people that tell you they know all the stuff they didn't know, Einstein was wrong 20% of the time. I mean, Watson and Crick, before, right before they decided that DNA was a, 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 a duo, a, a, a particle, if you will, right? You had two inter- intertwined, right? They thought it was three. It was a, not a, a double helix. They thought it was a triple helix. And then they backed off and said it was a double helix. But they'd been telling for a while that it was a triple helix. So you got to realize, I don't know how this works. In my leadership training, I can have people lift one person and then have the other person that was just lifted do some visualization, put some pictures on their mind's eye, and then that person cannot lift them. The power of the human mind, it's hard to tell what's going on. But there's a book out there by Ken Keyes Jr. called The Hundredth Monkey, and it's really worth looking at. It's called Critical Mass. And this is what I want to talk about because it happens in our corporations. It happens in our communities. It happens in our families. 
I mean, if you, if you look at the black community, we're starting Black History Month. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I've had a lot of conservative black people tell me that they do not believe that the black community, the black family is better off today than they were when Martin Luther King's day. Melanie are they more? People. Yeah. Are they more educated? Sure. Do they have more money? Absolutely. Uh, do they have all the rights of every other American? Absolutely. But is the black family and the black community in a better place today than they were? Or has critical mass taken place? And this is what we got to realize. Because there's some things going on called cognitive distance. And why does this matter? Because we are a microcosm. Because our kids are being taught. Because we're being taught. You know what we believe? What we see in here over and over and over. And so at the unconscious level, our minds are being changed. Things we used to believe, notice now we don't believe. Things we used to commit to, now we can't commit to. Things that used to drive us, now we're not driving. Ladies and gentlemen, I counsel people. People are sad. People are depressed. Even if their business is going well, America's falling apart. Even if their business is going well, they got to struggle with what's going on with this mandate or that mandate. Do I get a shot? Do I not get a shot? Do I, uh, can I talk to my friend that doesn't like me because I voted for Trump now? Can, wh- why is that? Don't you see? And it's getting worse and worse. And this is why I do this radio show. I do my leadership training to change the world one person at a time. But I do the radio show to keep the thought process going, to challenge our thinking. We are going down a road that says bridge out, and we're going 100 miles an hour. And if we don't become aware of what's going on, if we don't wake up, we're going to be in big trouble, mister. I am black. Today, we're asking the question, what type of monkey are you? We'll be right back. I find this scientifically fascinating. Listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hear the latest reporting and analysis on the big stories of the day on the Daybreak Insider podcast. It's top-notch reporting from SRN News, along with the sharpest insight from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, Sebastian Gorka, and the voices of townhall.com. The Daybreak Insider podcast. It's your first look at today's top stories. Available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. 
We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and I love getting your messages in between breaks, but if I don't respond to your messages in between breaks, remember, I only got three minutes in between breaks, so don't take it personal. Uh, no, the class, I had a, a listener ask if there's still available a class January, I'm sorry, uh, March 35th. No, uh, yesterday uh, we had a, uh, we had to close the, uh, the uh, March 3rd through 5th class in Dallas. Uh, we're actually overbooked at 16. We got an influx of uh, six extra people yesterday, so uh, we were at 10. So we're actually at 16. Uh, yes, uh, Jim, your son did get in. Don't worry. If you're listening, I'm sure you are. Your son is in. Don't worry. Uh, Jim, your son was the last one. So, uh, yeah, but we do have classes. I have a class uh, April 21st in, in Dallas still. That's our home base. Uh, and the end of March, uh, we're going to be in Minneapolis. I'm sorry, Minnesota. I keep wanting to say Minneapolis, but Minneapolis is too liberal. So uh, either Bloomington, uh, maybe St. Cloud. We're still looking for a hotel. If you know of a good hotel that wants to uh, uh, have a group of people living their lives like it matter, changing this world, reach out to me, please, so we'll know. Today, we're asking a simple question. What type of monkey are you? See, critical mass is taking place. And remember, leadership is loop. It's PEC. You got to flex your pecs, leader. It's permission, it's example, and it's culture. And why I'm doing this is when good people stay silent, bad things happen. And ladies and gentlemen, part of life is understanding who you are and why you're here. These are called existential questions. You know, we've been talking about the neurological levels, or we call them logical levels. I go back and forth. I call them neurological levels. Sometimes I call them logical levels. But the six levels of belief, right, uh, from the psychological point of view, there seem to be six levels that human beings work with most often. That's spirit, identity, beliefs, and values, capabilities, behaviors, and environment. And that's the entire structure. That's where you pack up all your belief systems, and why that matters, because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. This is why critical mass, this is why mass formation, this is why um, uh, group hypnosis is absolutely critical. Because my mom was full-blooded German. My mom was full-blooded German, came over as a baby after the war, okay? She, to, this, to the day she died, she would not talk about, how, I would ask her, how could good German people? I know there were some Nazis, but outside the Nazi good German people, how could they allow Hitler to do what he did? And they said they, and no one talks about it. They won't talk about it. Uh, it was mass formation. They were taught to believe that the Jews were evil. 
that the Jews were black, just like in the early days of this country. We were programmed by the media taught to believe that black people were evil. They were animals. Uh, they were over-sexualized. They were going to rape your daughters. They are going to kill, right? Uh, to fear them, to fear them. Now we, it's just turned around. Now we fear the white Christian, right? Now we fear anybody that believes, that disagrees with the government because they're going to overthrow this government. I mean, do you see how you're being manipulated? And even if you feel that way, it's so easy to get angry and bitter, right? And I'll give you the perfect example, things that we would never say on TV, things that we were never allowed to be a part of an article are now left on there and then it gives other people permission. Remember, leadership's a loop. Permission, example, culture. Your kids, everything you do in front of your kids, you're giving them permission to do. Now, they won't do it in front of you. Because you're a hypocrite, you tell them to do something, one thing, but you do something totally different. That's called a hypocrite, right? Uh, but you know what? Just because they don't do it in front of you doesn't mean they won't be doing it. Uh, they'll be doing it when you're not around. And I, was, uh, I, I read this article. I don't watch ESPN. This too liberal, too left wing, uh, owned by the Chinese. I don't do that. But during last Friday's Around the Horn, this is an article I read. Uh, Tony Reale kicked off discussion of the Winter Olympics in Beijing as the Chinese Communist Party commits genocide against the, the, the Uyghur or Uyghur Muslims, right? And he was asking program regular, a dandy, uh, how he could reconcile enjoying the games, watching the sports, while China is known to be basically committing massive human rights abuses against their people. Uh, you know, he didn't go into releasing a, a COVID virus on the world, one that they generated in a lab. He didn't go through all that, but just the abuse of the Uyghurs, right? And so a dandy began by claiming sports fans need to have, quote, cognitive dissonance. See, that's what you need today, they're telling you. I'm telling you that's the problem with today we got too much cognitive dissonance we got too many pretending to believe one thing just because they don't like donald trump but then when the new guy comes in who does the exact same thing that donald trump does they don't care about it that's called cognitive dissonance but adande said uh sports fans need to have cognitive dissonance to enjoy modern athletics amid the nfl's concussion issues and looming allegations against washington commander's owner dan snyder so before by the way he, he went on to criticize America. So here's what he said about America. And who are we to criticize China's human rights records when we have ongoing attacks by the agents of the state against unarmed citizens? So he's black. He's talking about all, we all know that all cops just wake up every day so they can kill black people, right? So uh, agents of the state against unarmed citizens. Are you ready for this? And we've got assaults on the voting rights of our people of color in various states. So he wants to, you to believe the lie because now it's being made a, a truth, right? Because remember, no one responds to reality. We respond to a lot of lies. For a lot of time, we were told that black people were less than human. For a long time, the truth was that it was okay to own slaves, for, right? So that truth is no longer true today, right? So think about this. That's the truth they want you to believe, that to require uh, an ID to have chain of custody on a on, on a on a ballot, meaning that it has to be with the same person until it's filed. It can't be handled by other people because no, you don't want any fraud. Do you see what I'm saying? And they're equating that. So let me define for you what cognitive dissonance is. The state of having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, or attitudes, especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude change. Let me put it in a nutshell for you. Psychological conflict resulting from incongruous beliefs and attitudes held simultaneously. That is why so many people are lost. I'm going to tell you right now, it's a battle. 
It's the war that we must fight. See, this is the battle with ourselves. This is what the Muslims call intifada. The true definition of intifada is the internal battle. It's what Paul says. My, my, my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. It's what Paul says when he says uh, the old man. The old man is fighting with the new man. The natural man is fighting with my spiritual man. That's the inner battle. That's the intifada that uh, we're supposed to be having, not the intifada of the deeth where you go and you slaughter people, but the personal battle with ourselves. It's about becoming the George Bernard Shaw we could have been. If you don't know what I'm talking about, George Bernard Shaw was a famous writer. And near the end of his life, he was with a group of reporters, and he was asked a simple question. He said that one of the reporters said, hey, George, if you could live your life all over again, and you could be anybody you wanted to be, who would you be? And he thought about it for a moment. He said, you know what? If I could live my life all over again, but this time be anybody I could be, I would be the George Bernard Shaw that it could have been. And what he was talking about living to his full potential, without the fears, without the doubt, without the limiting belief systems, without carrying our chains of pains from our past into other people's future. See, this is how you get, this is how you gotta know how you work. You gotta know how human beings create experience. And you gotta know the power of the mind and the power of leadership to move people. Cause that's what leadership is, the ability to move people. And you were told for so many years, programmed over and over and over, whether it's true or not does not matter. Did you hear me? It does not matter if the what we're believing is true or not. We treat it as if it's true. We were told for four years that Trump was evil. Wrong. And by the and by the way, the Bible tells you all men are evil. Read it. All men are evil. We all fall short of the glory of God. All of the wish, desires of the heart are wicked. Six chapters into In the Beginning, God said, I am so sorry I created man. I'm going to destroy him in a flood. That's how messed up we are. So, if yeah, all men are evil. When Jesus was, well, someone approached him and said, oh, good rabbi, Jesus himself said, who is good? Only God is good. So yeah, Trump was evil. All men are evil, right? So what made Trump evil? Think about this. If whoever, if we call anybody evil, you know what we what makes them evil is what they did. Anybody get it yet? So we evil is an identity, right? You are evil. That's an identity. But what makes people evil in our in our belief system? It's what they do, right? If you kill someone, you're evil. If you rape someone, you're evil, right? Uh, some of you believe if you vote for Trump, you're evil, right? So what what you would say is because of what you did, what your behavior was, it now became who you were. It became your identity. Anybody get it? This is the logical levels. So what made Trump evil, those of you that think it was evil, was what he did because you believe evil people do these things. So technically, if we take what he did, which was evil, which made him evil, and then put it to someone else, and someone else did what he did, then if this was a factually accurate argument, then they too would be evil, right? Because evil is as evil does, right? Because you, you believe our behavior dictates our identity. And this is where it's bass backwards. Our behavior does not dictate our identity. Unfortunately, we show up less than we are. Identity dictates our behavior. It's not how it should be, Right? I mean, identity dictates our behavior, not behavior dictates our identity. True story. Two young men, both that go to my class, both have fathers that want their sons to go. But both of them, they're in their 20, one's 20, I think one's 21. 
21-year-old kid. He wants nothing alive. So I get on the phone with him. I say, how are you doing? And boy, the guy's happy as can be, the young guy, 21 years old. His life is good. He has no drive, no direction. So, uh, but this guy's telling me his life is good. I didn't know any of this. I just assumed my life is good, man. I, I, don't, I don't need any change at all. I'm good to go. And I go, oh, cool. I, you should write a book. I mean, you got secret success, 21 years old, and you're living the dream. So I'm like, so, so, so where do you live? And he goes with my dad. I go, so what do you do all day? What, what, what's your job? He goes, well, I don't have one. I go, so what do you do all day? Um, just hang out, play some games. Uh, sometimes people will stream and watch me play games, and they tell me what an inspiration I am to them, and uh, I feel loved. So, uh, this, this 21-year-old kid had no drive, does, just wants out of his house so he could do his own thing, whatever that is, smoke his own pot, do whatever he wants with girls, whatever, boys, whatever, right? This is what's going on. This is why it's important. When we shut off people's heart, and we teach them to no longer think this is what happens. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to stir you up. Let's turn our hearts back on and let's get our brains thinking because it's the one organ that never has to deteriorate. But if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. We'll be back after these breaks. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do, but you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing. And it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens, like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing, online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was 
completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. I'm beginning to smell a big fat commie rat. It's true. It's true. Silence! I will not tolerate your insolence. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are working on our noodle. We're working on our noggin. Uh, And, you know, I approach uh, humankind from the three-part beings that we are. Uh, We have a body that's a machine. I teach you how the machine works. We have a mind that runs the body and the battles in the mind. So I teach you how the effects of the mind controls the body. And then we're a spirit. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, you got to understand, I'm all about helping you live your life like it matters. I'm all about being your life caddy, walking with you so you can play the best game of your life. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, one-on-one, reach out to me. Email me, Mr. Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K, at likeitmattersradio.com, Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. Dot com. You know, I, I am so blessed. I get to impact people um, every single day. Uh, and uh, a friend of mine who goes to church with me, uh, she uh, sent me a letter. She's a licensed counselor. She's uh, Gina Bennett. Uh, she's an MA, licensed uh, PC, uh, whatever it's called, LPC. Count. She's with Rush Creek Counseling Center. And here's the testimony I got from her today. She said, Mr. Black, uh, I had the pleasure of being part of Team 229 in Arkansas a few months back. I wanted to share with you the impact Leadership Awakening has had on my life up until now. I have had a deep awakening in my life, and Leadership Awakening was a huge part of that awakening. I have been in the counseling field for many years, yet I've never seen or experienced this type of therapeutic environment. Mr. Black, you set up everything with intention and is well thought out for success, masterfully planned. To anyone reading this testimonial, know this. As a licensed professional, I gladly recommend Mr. Black's Leadership Awakening class to anyone who wants more out of life and themselves. It's an amazing awakening, life-giving, and identity-building experience. In my personal process, I discovered many things about myself. A big thing I realized is that I was serving pain. However, pain was not serving its purpose for me. I learned how to move through pain, understanding my pain and others. Now when I'm faced with pain, I can face it head on and own it instead of walking around in a fog. I can be thankful for and in hard things instead of fearful. This life experience allowed me to understand at a deeper level who God is and his love is now even more tangible because it cast out all fear. Uh, everything that torments. Professionally, I am more present in the counseling room with my clients. I can focus and minister with more clarity. My clients get all of me, mind, body, and spirit. Leadership Awakening is set up for uh, even more healing and victory. As a result, I have clear vision and discovered that every day is a miracle. I get to be part of and that uh, get to be part of that miracle every single day. Not only can I live life like it matters, but I also live in amazing victory. God placed you, Mr. Black, in my life for such a time as this. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what I'm here for. I want to wake you up. I mean, I just saw this article, Homeland Security cites misleading narratives as one of the reasons for heightened terrorism alert. 
So DHS warned against narratives that sow discord and undermine public trust. This is Joseph Goebbels, people. You need to be worried. This is in yesterday's paper that you guys don't even see. The Department of Homeland Security on Monday issued a bulletin warning of a heightened terrorism alert in part because of, quote, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. So now if you call out your government for lying to you, if you call out your IRS for harassing you, if you call out the Department of Justice for unfair uh, practices in law, whether it's because of race, socioeconomic background, or political affiliation, you're a terrorist. This is what our government is now mandating. This is, should wake everybody up because right now a lot of you might like, like Biden, but there's going to become a sea of change in a few months. And then a, a year and a half after that, a big change. And boy, then those that are crying now are going to be laughing, and those that are laughing now are going to be crying. And boy, you're going to have to follow the same rules that you're abusing the other side with. So yeah, we, we, we've got to be aware of what's going on, people. This is what I want you to do this radio show. Cognitive distance, too much of it going on. Psychological conflict resulting from incongruous beliefs and attitudes held simultaneously. See, what's happened, I saw this, this lady, Connie Garrett, connected with her on Facebook. She's a realtor somewhere in the world. She said this. She said, you got to look for the good and the bad, the happy and your sad, the gain and your pain, and what makes you grateful, not hateful. Isn't that great? You got to look for the good and the bad, the happy and your sad, the gain and your pain, and what makes you grateful, not hateful. Why do you need to do that more, most importantly for other people? Because of this thing called critical mass. Critical mass is defined in physics by the minimum amount of fissile material needed to maintain a nuclear chain reaction. Isn't that powerful? That's what critical mass is. That's why we got to stand up to these lies, CRT, uh, all these mask mandates. We're, we're destroying our kids. We're making our kids fear each other. Why? Because critical mass is going to start taking place either one way or the other. And you've got to decide which side of critical mass are you going to be. What type of monkey are you going to be? Are you going to be the 100th monkey that takes us down this autocratic hole where no one dreams anymore, no one thinks for themselves anymore, everybody's just a sheeple? Or are you going to be the hundredth monkey that takes us on the other path, that takes us back the path of freedom, back closer to God, back to self-responsibility and autonomy? See, in physics, it's the minimum amount of fissile material needed to maintain a nuclear reaction. It's the minimum size or amount of something required to start or maintain a venture. However, in social dynamics, and this is right from Wikipedia, uh, critical mass is a sufficient number of adopters of a new idea, technology, or innovation in a social system so that the rate of adoption becomes self-sustaining and creates further growth. You ready for that? This is called herd mentality. See, this is what our government wouldn't let us do. I said early on that looks like what the government's doing is doing everything they can to make this thing last longer. And if you go back to my radio shows two years ago, I told you they're going to have to do everything they can to make this number as massive as possible in order to justify when it's all done so people don't go to prison. I told you this. So the term critical mass is borrowed from nuclear physics. But it has so much more of a powerful meaning in, in social economics, if you will. So onlinelibrary.wiley.com says this. Critical mass theory in social movements refers loosely to any formal theory about how interdependent decisions accumulate into collective action or more narrowly to work in the direction of Marx, Well, and Oliver. 
And as analogy or metaphor, the term has diffused into popular culture and social science and is widely used to refer to any context in which things change after a certain number of people get together or enter a setting. And that's what you need to know. This is where we go back now to the logical levels. This is what it's about. There are six levels we all work with, spirit, identity, beliefs, capabilities, behaviors, and environment. Remember, your basic level is your environment, your external constraints. You operate on that environment through your behavior. Your behavior is guided by your mental maps, your belief systems, your strategies, which define your capabilities. These capabilities are organized by belief systems and values. Beliefs are organized by identity, and your identity derives from spirit. In other words, why are you here? And remember, the key is to understand that change takes place from the top down, not from the bottom up. you got to get this. And again, the example I give you is it's much easier to change things on the bottom than things at the top. So behavior is your second from the bottom, where identity is the second from the top. And so we got to realize if you're doing the neurological levels properly, change takes place from the top down. Remember, Einstein said it best and applies to the neurological levels, the logical levels, that you cannot apply, uh, you cannot solve a problem the same level it was created at. So if I have a problem with my identity, if I'm the problem and there's nothing above me, then I'm screwed. Excuse my language. See, spirit's above identity. Why? Because if you want to deal with who you are, then you've got to go to the God of the universe or your bigger purpose for being here. And so change takes place from the top down. That's why I said when someone does behavior that you don't like, you criticize the behavior, not the person. It's called HR 101. So if someone lies to you, you don't attach it to their identity. You keep it at the behavior level. You lied to me. That's not acceptable. You're better than that. I dealt with the behavior issue. I built up his identity. The poor way to do it is say, you're a liar. You lied to me. You're a liar. Get out of my presence. You now took something that person did and attached it to the behavior. See, this is what the world wants to do today. Donald Trump is evil, so they're just placed out as identity. Therefore, everything that he does is evil. That's why you can't get ivermectin. That's why you can't get hydroxychloroquine because Donald Trump said they're good. That's the world's way. But God's way, the way he made us, is this. Our behavior is dictated by our spiritual connection. You either have a God-operating system or a flesh operating system. That affects your identity. Those identities affect your beliefs. Those beliefs affect your capabilities. Those capabilities then dictate what you do. So it is your identity that should dictate what you do. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this is why you got to get how you work. You have beliefs in every one of those pieces. And you've got to begin with the end in mind. When your life is all said and done, what do you need to accomplish for your life to be a success? That's where you need to focus. Know who you are, and then from there, know what to do. And quit going along with people that are going in the wrong jungle. Stop it! I'm Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Who are you? Oh, I am the master. You are the slave. You are in my power. Come on, man. We wanted a four-wheel drive SUV, so we just stopped at Inver Grove Hyundai, and we like what we see. And obviously the same day even, I bought one. Hi, this is Gary in Maplewood, and that started the relationship with uh, 
Invergrove Hyundai, and I'm on my third Hyundai since. I've bought at least 20 new cars. And in all the dealerships that I've dealt with, I've never felt more at home and appreciated than I have with Denver Grove Hyundai. I would just say that anybody looking for a vehicle, give Denver Grove Hyundai a shot at it. You'll be happy you did. I would more than highly recommend Denver Grove Hyundai. I'm a partner of theirs forever, just for the way I was treated at, uh, at their dealership. I, I just can't say enough. Every new Hyundai, like the 2022 Santa Fe, comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain, and Hyundai Assurance. Check out their new inventory arriving daily at InvergroveHyundai.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.